You are listening to Destiny Pizzas. Today is Wednesday, May 29, 2019, week 291. I'm Drew Patel. I'm Mike Steska. And this is Destiny Pizza. It's time for some We Viewed Reviewed, people. And this is probably my favorite segment, maybe, of the whole podcast. I like it. Mainly because it feels like I can just be myself. I don't have to report on someone else's oh, doings. Mm. I can like, just I say whatever I thing. want. <laughs> oh, the title? We Viewed Reviewed? Oh, wait. What I like title? the title, Weavy Reviewed. Me too. Because it's original. Like, for some reason, it doesn't exist anywhere. Yeah, why is that not a thing? Oh, maybe because it's like I viewed. Would be like if it was like a blog, oh, it would be singular. I guess, but not but the fact that. Like, I guess people don't do reviews in tandems. Yeah. Except Roger and Ebert. Right. That, and then. But I they listen. don't do it together, I guess. But they, they're like two guys. Like, they should have had something called We Viewed Reviewed. Yeah. And they should be forced to watch the movie together. Yes, they should have to have a communal experience of a movie. And they should debate about it. Oh, that would be interesting. But then we wouldn't be reviewing any horror movies. No. (laughs) I'd be like, ah! I think it was good through my eyes and my ears closed, but I'll just watch them like that. Not be. Have you seen Us yet? I haven't seen Us yet. Okay. (laughs) I'll probably watch that one, though. Which is crazy. I was like, I was talking to someone about things I don't like in um, horror movies. Mm-hmm. And for me, one of the things I don't like is home invasion. Yeah. Like, so it was really scary for you. Yeah, that part yeah, was. That part's in the trailer. But then, like, the whole everything else, I'm like, I'm fine with it. Oh, okay. But the fact that it takes, like, it, the premise requires, like, a home invasion. Yeah. Makes me extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Which is just like my pure paranoia. Mm-hmm. But I think that's like a healthy paranoia. Like everyone's afraid of Because the uh, randomness. I don't like the randomness of it. Yeah. Like in by nature, home invasions are usually random. Are they? No. Don't people like know, always know like the. Like of crimes, it's always like. Which is weird because I love Home Alone. Or whatever. I mean, is it, like Home Alone is it a is home, home invasion film. True, but it's played up for laughs. And yeah, it would be terrifying if you were that kid, though. Like in Home Alone, like you should. People should be more afraid. Like of that if he movie. was a little bit more stupid, yeah, those are like resilient burglars too. Like they're literally gonna kill him, like murder him. Like they say it several times. Yeah. Like I'm gonna kill you. It's like whoa. Like you, yeah. That's how, that definitely has been recut as a horror trailer online because like it's Why a really do they scary. Try movie. so hard though. I don't know. Like he's, it's like his wife. He's like he mentions. He's like, oh, that's the house. That's why I wanted to rob this street. It, like they shouldn't do it. They shouldn't be like, oh, the like kids. As soon as they get some pushback, like you would think the burglars would be like, nope. Yeah, as soon as they feel the the doorknob hot, it's like just leave. Yeah, like you can rob all the other places. But, they like, literally there's... robbed like eight houses on that street. Exactly. Like get out. They're being too obvious about it. They're robbing all the same houses on all the same street. It's like get out of there. Yeah, like the dumbest street and more. But I, I think guess that's they're... kind of the point. They're they're such dumb criminals, that. But like, like Joe Pesci plays it like he's really smart. Like you think he's smart. The other guy's dumb. Yeah, but like but they're both. But they're both dumb. pretty dumb. He's just smarter than the other guy. Maybe that's why John Wick One makes me uncomfortable. That's why I get four and a half stars. The home invasion scene. Okay. <laughs> All right. One little. The first scene. home invasion scene. 
Second yeah. one I'm okay with because he's like prepared. Yeah, yeah. Once you know what's happening. But the first one, he's just like out of nowhere, caught yeah. off guard. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because you would think that he would be able to piece it together when there's like a guy speaking Russian. Yeah. You should be like, wait a second. Something's like going maybe on I should here. turn my alarm on tonight. Yeah. Yeah, just, just if you hear Russian people speaking, you know it's bad news. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. When you see like three Russian guys rolling around. But like John Wick should always be on alert because he's like John Wick. So he's like people, even though I'm quote unquote out of my business, like. So, well, that's the thing. Like, that like, world's he so crazy. Had the respect. Yeah. That like no one was going to mess with him. Yeah, that's true. But then it's weird because like the cop comes by and he's like, you're back in business? Yeah. Because this whole underground world of like, they got cops involved. Everyone's involved at some level. Yeah, that crazy universe, that John Wick universe. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, if I was an assassin, well, assassins need cops, and they need. A well, that's the thing, and like this world, and... like how is like hyper. This world's like, it's how I imagine like high, like high, how Hydra was in the MCU, where it's like everyone was low level Hydra. Like, yeah. there's Hydra everywhere somewhere. So I think like John Wick world, they 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 got their own assassin like cops and doctors and tailors and guns. So, like it, it's just the most mundane things. Like assa- they have assassin like assassin killed. dry cleaning and assassin. Yeah. But like a lot more people are getting assassinated. Yeah, I know. It's like in that world. Yes, because there's so many assassins. You're like how You're like, how are these all like how like why does how many how can the market need to be bear this exactly. And then, and then John Wick's killing all these assassins. And so he's, like, like, really good at it. How do they recruit new assassins? Like, what happened to the last guys? Like, oh, well, John, John Wick. John Wick killed him. Oh, no way. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out the of this. Baba Yaga? What? Well, no way. And, like, people respect him so much. Like, I would never go after that guy. Yeah, like, like, you have to be an idiot to go after him. <laughs> the first movie makes sense because, like, Alfie Allen's character, he doesn't know who John Wick is. Which is crazy <laughs> because his father says, yeah. like, he laid the foundation for this business. I know. You think he would know the history of like, it. Like, I work for a family business, and I know who exactly laid the foundation for those vi- that business. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be something he should know. Yeah. But, like, it just was happenstance coincidence. That's the crazy part. Yeah. It's just, he just ran into him and He had no idea who he was. Killed his dog, took his car, and then he's like, you screwed Which is with the crazy wrong guy. Because, like, everyone seems to know what car he owns. Yes. He's so famous in this assassin underground world. And, like, one guy didn't know. Like, three guys. Yeah. But he was young. I mean, he... To be fair, John Wick was probably out for, like, five years. This, Alfie Allen was probably, like, 20s. So he's, like, a teenager. He didn't... He wasn't... But like, he wasn't as plugged into the world. Yeah. My issue, though, with that is, like... If I was his father, I would make sure that, like, I kept, like, an older dude around. You know what I mean? Like, I would, like, make sure that in his crew, there's, like, an older guy. Yeah. Who, like, knows. That's, I just feel like he's just, like, an asshole kid. Yeah, because it seems he like seems he doesn't like he's even, Theon like, Greyjoy in that movie. He's, like, he's Theon Well, not Greyjoy. just that, but, like, his dad doesn't have a good relationship with him. I know, like, Theon Greyjoy. Because his dad, like, sends for him. Like, Theon Greyjoy. Yeah. I think it's all... He, he's playing Theon Greyjoy, I think, yeah. again. But just... He's, like, he's a dick. Yeah, he's just compensating. And, and John Wick's just being the... The uh, Ramsey Bolton. Although not torturing, I mean, gets a, John Wick doesn't like torture people. He just gets to the Kills point. Him. Just gets to the point. Quite artistic. Anyways, anyways, talking about John Wick 
one. Yeah, but well, I saw John Wick Chapter Three Parabellum, which I don't understand why this one they added a subtitle. I get. I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to differentiate, just trying to be like, oh, people are going to start calling this Parabellum, but I don't think anyone ever does. Yeah, I don't even think, I forget that it's called John Wick 3 Parabellum. Exactly. I think, I think it kind of, it, well, obviously it made a lot of money. Hey, it made a lot of money. It's the first one to make like 100 million domestically. So I feel like maybe that subtitle did it for him. Yeah. I don't think so. Because <laughs> I don't even <laughs> but think you can't tell know me. what Parabellum means. You, yeah, they say it in the movie though. Do they? They do. It's like some, is it some like Latin Well, something? it would mean... I assume it means after the war, like antebellum and parabellum. It's like something with death or something. It's like part of a phrase, like some Latin phrase or something. Because there's a lot of like religious uh, imagery. Oh, it's also a pistol, machine gun. That probably isn't much. Um, that's not, it, it, it's like. They use it as a Latin phrase in the movie, but that's probably the other reason, is because the pistol. To prepare for war. Yeah, prepare for That's the context they use it in. In the movie. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so is- He's preparing for war. Oh, wait. That's what John Wick always does. Yeah. Um, How's Booksmart number six in the weekend box office? It made less money than Brightburn. That's crazy. Anyways, John Wick. Yes, so John Wick Chapter 3. Kick-ass movie. So much action. He fights so many different types of people. This He fights big people. He fights smaller people. He fights with books. He fights with animals. He rides a horse. He rides a horse. The dogs, dog, more dogs involved. Does he have dogs, though? He's got, did you see Chapter 2? You see the second one? Yeah, or even then, even then, the first one, he gets that second dog. Yeah. Dog's still there. He's doing all right. Okay. Um, but he's not like a fighting dog. He's just he's just his dog. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like a lot, a lot of new locations, new insight into that. Like I like that John Wick universe. I mean, they've already had three movies, but they still don't fully like. They just like tease that world. They just give you tiny details. They don't really fully explain anything, which I dig because it's like, oh, I don't know what's going on here. It just interests me every time. I don't know. Uh, yeah, a lot. I think he does like he kills the most people in this one. Mm-hmm. It's like constant fighting, constant action. Very cool. It takes place immediately after the second one, so it's like clearly they were planning this third. There's one. like no refresher or anything. No, I assume you kind of well, no, kind of a refresher, a little bit. Um, You're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> he doesn't do it. Keanu never really does much talking in no. these movies. He's kind of just like... I think that's why they're his strongest cute. movies. Yeah, because it's just all action. And it's like, oh, this is cool. He's a great actor. He's not a great talker. Yeah, he's like, you don't need to talk. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of cool stuff in this movie. Re- really fun. Really fun movie. Kills a lot of people. Very violent movie. Nice. Um, but yeah, if you like the John Wick movies, you'll obviously like this movie. So you kind of know what you're getting into. I, th- I think this the movies have just led to this point. Where it's like, oh, people know what they're getting into, mm-hmm. and they're in for it. And that that's what this movie is. If you like the other movies, you're you're going to be in for this one. So definitely worth checking out. Uh, I'm going to give it eight out of eight. I loved it. Nice. I thought it was pretty awesome. I'm glad they're making a fourth one. That's what I saw before I saw the movie. I saw they were making a fourth one. I'm like, why did you tell me that? At like. I knew they weren't marketing as oh the last John Wick movie, but yeah, I but just, like you kind of assume you kind the trilogy of assume, ends with three. Yeah, but they didn't. They didn't do that. So it's like, 
oh, that makes sense why they didn't do that now. But it was I thought it was interesting that news came out. But I guess no one really knows unless you're like us and pay attention to that stuff. Yeah. So check out John Wick if you haven't seen it. Um, I'm going to talk about my okay. thing. Go for it. Not a movie. Have you heard about this? Lonely they, Island Presents. It, it was stuff. a visual poem. Is it? Yeah, it was what they like, were billing it as before it was released. I saw like the little music video thing that they did. Mean? They did a music video. Yeah, like the whole thing is just, it's like a 30 minute long music. It's like an album. They released something online that was like a two and a half minute. Maybe it was a trailer. And maybe it was just one of the songs. Okay, I saw one of the songs then. Okay. Um, so it's a Lonely Island. It's, I think it's called The Lonely Island Presents The Unauthorized Bash Brothers Experience. Now, Mike, you know me. I'm not a big sports guy. Mm-hmm. But I thought this was hilarious. I didn't know I didn't Jose know they were Canseco. The Bash and I, I was like, wait, the Mighty Ducks? I didn't know That's Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire even played at the same time. Which makes Mark McGuire, that season, he, he was up against Sammy Sosa like for those home runs. Mm-hmm. Was that most home runs in a season? Yeah. That's very clear that he was on performance in his. Oh, yeah. He was super old. Oh, yeah. That I didn't. That, that, it didn't click in my mind. Yeah, his age. That's the whole thing. Is that they like? I think at the time people weren't even quite. For some reason, they were like, oh, "How are these guys doing this? Yeah, like, this is amazing. <laughs> what's happening?" <laughs> they just like accepted it, and it's like, "Oh, he was like in his late 30s. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what what people are thinking back then. They're just like blinders. They're like, "Oh, this is great for baseball." <laughs> yeah, like oh, he's just gotten better with age. <laughs> Clearly, all oh, That's really how everything been, works. Been in the gym, working out with sports. <laughs> you get better as you age, of course. Um. So, yeah, it's as so th- when they played on the Oakland A's, they were known as the Bash Brothers, I guess. Yeah. And this is predicated on the fact that they recorded a rap album. Which they didn't do. Yeah. But the Lonely Island wrote a rap album from their perspective mm-hmm. in like 1986 to 1988. Yeah. <laughs> and it, and then Andy Samberg plays Jose Canseco and the other guy plays Mark McGuire. Mm-hmm. And it was hilarious. It's only 30 minutes long. It's on Netflix. And there's like all these rap songs that as you're listening, you're like, oh, these aren't bad rap songs. Yeah. Like, they, Lonely Island's pretty good. Lonely Island's like really good. Like they did that movie quality. Pop Star and they wrote like a bunch of songs. They're like, oh, these are actually like entertaining like, pop songs that could exist. That, yeah, like they could exist on the radio yeah. except for the fact that you're, they're just like very vulgar. Exactly. It's not matter. like legit, like non. But like, the funny like, thing jokey. is like how much they include steroid use in their songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is really funny. And then I guess Jose Canseco saw it and he's like, hey, if you want to do like a, a little spinoff thing, like here's my manager's number. I'm like, they don't want to pay you, man. <laughs> yeah. Because he's a crazy person, I yeah, think. Yeah, yes. And Mark McGuire, I didn't know he was like a hitting coach or something. Yeah, he's a coach. Oh, yeah. So that's weird. But um, Yeah, I'm sure he didn't like it. He didn't like that. He's like, stop bringing this up. People yeah. are starting to get over it. Yeah, but really funny. Um, The first song is really funny. Yeah, I don't know which about, song like, I listened to that was on YouTube, but it's pretty funny. But yeah, it's like... I thought it was really well done. And I was like, I want to see them do more of these. I want, which sucks because, like, you know that they're not going to do anything like that because it's like they do one. And then you're like, well, this would be funny if they did it about 
yeah. these two people. Like they've done it about sports. They've done like a, a bike race one. What's that? Yeah, but that wasn't like an album. Or, no, that was like a rap no, album. no, it's a different. But see, like I'm saying, like this exact format. Oh with, yeah, yeah. They kind of go into different areas. Like everything they do yeah. is different every time. Yeah. So it was like the Tour de France one. Yeah. And then they did like the Seven Days in Hell, which was like that fake tennis match. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this was really funny. I give it eight out of eight. Check it out. I think you'd love it. Cool. Any yeah, they stuff. were called the Bash Brothers because they bashed their forearms yeah. together when they hit home runs. Uh, I guess I wasn't alive yet. No. But yeah, I'm Bash Brothers. So the Mighty Ducks just stole that from them. Them. I didn't know that. I, mean, I was like, they're the Brash Brothers in my head. That's Maybe they're the Brash Brothers. Because of their attitude. Yeah. <laughs> they're so brash. Yeah. <laughs> brash you men. They're from the streets. <laughs> urban uh, no um yeah so cool uh and then i saw pokemon detective pikachu nice how was that very good movie was it confusing at all because like i'm assuming you're like me and you're like there's only 150 pokemon well, yeah like there's a lot i'm like who are these guys yeah, like, like so- is this a pokemon or is this something <laughs> that was just introduced to this movie yeah, I think they're all Pokemon that yeah. exist somewhere in the Pokemon universe. In like the 500 Pokemon that exist or whatever yeah. now. And I'm like, there were so many of them. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know half of these, but but that's okay. Because there's, hey, there's Charmander. There you go. There's hey, Charizard. There, there's Pikachu. There's, like, I know enough Meowth. of them. Then I'm like, hey, I know these ones. Um, That was interesting. Because it was just like so much. I'm like, whoa, they really went. It went to like every generation, pretty much, and we're like, I ah, just put everything in this movie. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Like, because it's interesting, like who, because you, you try to think who's the movie for, and I don't, I still mm-hmm. don't really know who the movie's for. Well, I heard like he recorded enough lines to make like an R-rated cut. Yeah, I could see that because there were some like. Well, he says like, "Get me the hell out of here" in the there's, trailer. There's a lot of jokes where you're like, it's jokes that would go over kids' heads that mm-hmm. you're like, oh, that is kind of like a little bit racy yeah <laughs> like oh well wow it's ryan reynolds is really doing some some stuff on this but uh yeah like i think i think it did it, it did pretty well it did pretty darn good i i'm surprised it came out that well i mm-hmm. i really like this movie it was really fun i was a kid the guy from jurassic Ju- park oh he's, he was really good i liked him he wasn't like jurassic world he was like super animated and like yeah. crazy he wasn't as zany in this i'm like which is weird. He's more, yeah, you would think this would be the movie that you would do it. But like, I, I thought, like, people act like, because the movie, like, I don't know, when I started watching the movie, it seems kind of ridiculous you're in that world. But, like, you ease yourself into it, and it doesn't really feel that strange. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought, like, because there's a, there's a form of this movie where everyone's, like, overacting, and it's just, like, so zany, and it's very childish. But, but this one but, just seems like it's natural. Yeah, they didn't really do that. You're like, oh, no, this is just their world. Oh, interesting. And if 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 it feels, good, I mean, obviously it's like Pokemon, but like, I felt like very content. I thought they did a pretty good job, like building that world and being like, oh, okay, like, and no one's no one's overacting like crazy where it's like ridiculous, mm-hmm. where they're like just sh- like, I don't I don't know how to describe it. It's like what 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 sometimes super like people in who are super villains do, like in the old school move in like I'm trying to find like what Arnold Schwarzenegger does in like. As Mr. Freeze or whatever, people yeah. are doing that overacting. Like, oh, I'm in, I'm in this Thunder type of movie. Out. I have to, I have to act a certain way. And it's like, no, you don't. It's more fun if you're like more. You're in that world. Yeah. Just- like, I know it's a zany world, but just play by 
Like, that's normal. Yeah, just play like that's normal, and it's always better. Mm-hmm. So I thought they did a pretty good job doing that, and I I like the storyline. I thought it was a really good idea to just not focus it on the, the training and the catching and just do, like, this detective story, which is kind of random. Do you think that's going to work well for Batman? Like, now that you saw this in a zany world. Yeah. Do you think you could see a Batman movie being just a detective movie? I th- I think so, definitely. With the rogues gallery existing, yeah. but yeah. it's just normal think, life in Gotham. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like a... It's like that compared to, what was that one show, Powerless? Yeah. Yeah, where that that's like... That was overacted. Yeah, that was crazy. like ki- kind of too zany for like... Like the, I totally forgot that show existed. Yeah, because like it's interesting, but then at the point, it's like sometimes things get too ridiculous, and it, it's it's a really hard line to to really <laughs> walk because you're like trying to be grounded, but then also zany things are happening. But the way people react to them is kind of important. So it's a, it's really hard to do. That, that's why this movie I I, I liked it so much because it it they. They accomplish what we're, you can totally screw it up. And possibly in the future they might, but this movie really worked. Mm-hmm. I thought it did really well. Ryan Reynolds is great. I like Ryan Reynolds as, uh, it's just funny. <laughs> He's just really funny. Um, and I, I like the story. So I probably, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 8. Okay. I think they made a good video game movie. It's very nostalgic. Well, luckily for both of us. This next movie is not going to get an 8 out of 8, All so right. people won't be like, wow, they were talking about how good their ratings are. I know. People may think I'm overrating this stuff, but like... It's just perfect up your alley. I like, for me, they were good. Like, I can see someone not like... If you don't like Pokemon, you're not going to like Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Like, I got that connection from when I was a kid, so I feel like, oh, this is cool, and they didn't... Like, video game movies or, and stuff is easy to screw up, and I thought they didn't screw it up, and it was great, and I like Ryan Reynolds. I remember that first time. It was like your birthday. Yeah. That one year. And I just stayed up all night in like separate away from all of you. Yeah. On your brother's Game Boy playing yeah. Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably blue version. Yeah. Yeah, because my brother I, got the game before I got it. Yeah, he got it for like, like oh. Christmas. It's like they get And then I was like, I need to play this. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like insane. Yeah. It's just like that now. That was and when we were kids, it's just like, what is this? What's happening? Pokemon. What's just... happening? Oh, man. We're just in that zone of that age. It was like the perfect <sighs> time. Yeah. Man. Um, Crazy times. I watched Perfect Bid, the contestant who knew too much. Have you heard about this? Dr. No. It's about Price is Right. Mm-hmm. There was this guy who figured out that a lot of these prizes mm-hmm. are like duplicated. Oh. So, so they would reuse these prizes. So he would like created this like spreadsheet. Wow. And like trained and like would memorize these yeah. items and prices. Mm-hmm. And he would like he like lived up north in Northern California and he See, like it sounds so cool, but you told me it's not gonna be eight out of eight, which is disappointing. To me. Yeah, because <laughs> this guy's personality sucks. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then they jump they're like constantly jumping between these two storylines. Mm-hmm. So one storyline is him, and then the other storyline is of this producer who was on the show, and then they interview Bob Barker, who is still alive, and he looks like—I mean, this sounds horrible—but he looks like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how what happens when you get old, but your teeth start 
turning weird. Because mm-hmm. he it looked like he had a good smile, <laughs> and now he's like, oh my god, please keep your mouth closed. <laughs> and yeah, it's just and they're like constantly jumping back and forth, and then like he like gets on the show and then once you're on like your contestant and he's like because like the part of price is right is like you yell out the price like the prices and then like so he when even when he wasn't on the show he was yelling out the prices and people were like listening to him <laughs> yeah and then eventually a guy i guess this is spoilers but don't waste your time watching this documentary <laughs> Because I did, and I kind of regret it. I think you're describing like all the highlights to me. So I think, uh, yeah, I think can, that's the way I want to consume it. It's through you telling me what happens. Yeah, and it's like when. So then, like eventually, this guy gets on the show. He doesn't get to like the final showcase because he doesn't like spin that wheel high enough. Mm-hmm. And so he like walks off with like eleven hundred dollars. And he's, like, such a fan that he knows what to do and, like, the producer forgot and stuff. Like, it's so weird. And he's, wow. like, been on the show. Like, he's gone to the tapings, like, mm-hmm. 30 times. Can you be on twice? They- so that's the thing. Once Drew Carey mm-hmm. became the host, um, and then they fired that producer who we were following this whole time. So this goes through Drew Carey? Yeah. Okay. Um, They changed the rule where you could be a contestant as long as you weren't a contestant in the last 10 years. Mm. Weird. So then this guy goes back to a taping. And is helping this guy. Allegedly, this guy who gets a perfect score at the end, he prizes the showcase perfect, which has never happened. Yeah. In like 35 years of the show being on, or 37 years of the show was on. And that guy who got the perfect score, like they're claiming he's cheating. And then he's like, no, I have this program that I was studying with me and my wife. We're just super fans. And then the guy who was like the perfect contestant who first developed this program, was sitting next to him and was feeding him answers the whole time. Yeah. But the guy who won refuses to acknowledge that the guy was helping him. And yeah. it's like, and that's where they end. And you're like, this is a waste of time. I just wasted. <laughs> like, this guy it wasted. Didn't resolve like, with anything. This guy wasted 20 years on, like, trying to be on the prices right. I wasted an hour and a half <laughs> learning about this, like, bland guy. I find it interesting, but I feel like it's a five minute YouTube clip or 10 minute instead of a whole documentary. Yeah. It's Man. and like the way they jump back and forth was like painful because you're like, what does this have to do with <laughs> anything? And he's talking about how like he like and he's like I don't know. It was just if you want to watch like some vanilla boring ass <laughs> documentary, watch the perfect bit. Look at doesn't who knew too wow. much. There's a bunch of white people <laughs> being boring. Like, I missed the part where there's supposed to be something interesting happening. <laughs> like, it's supposed to be like, oh, the this, interesting this guy ha- was high on his power, and then he got corrupted. It's like, no. Well, because then there's, like, this interview between Kevin Pollack and Drew Carey, and Drew Carey's like, yeah, like, so now, because of this guy, like, we have to, like, change up the items more. And I was like, it took 37 years to figure this out. And, like, the crazy thing is, like, you see this guy, like, Bob Barker is talking to this guy the first time he's on in the audience. Yeah. Then the second time he's in the audience, like, Bob Barker, like, he's so close to all these things. Yeah. And you're like, what kind of producer? And then he's, like, sitting in the second row, <laughs> and, like, a producer's like, check that guy, make sure he doesn't have a price list. And then they never mention that again. 
and you're like, what the hell is going on? It's just bonkers. I don't know. It makes me think of like the the guys who play. Well, they did the movie Twenty One where they play blackjack. Well, they make a movie out of it. But like, if you watch the documentary, it's just like like it's nerds, just a bunch of like Asian dudes nerds playing blackjack yeah. and stuff. But like, they make it interesting. In the movie now, I want to see a dramatization of this guy. Of this guy, it's like, ooh, he was he was really at the top. He was cheating the game. But the weird thing is, it's like not cheating. Obviously, like yeah. it's a part of. It's their rules. It's their they. Yeah, should vary their pricing more, and and so then the way they got around it the first time is like there's this car, and then they lied and say they have more different options on the car, so he like, then he had to start adding options to the car, and it's just like super strange, and I'm like, who gives this much shit about like, because <laughs> like the most money you can win on Price is Right is like forty thousand dollars, yeah, or something like that, and you get all these things like you get cars and whatever, yeah, but like. This dude on Jeopardy right now, who's killing it, he just crossed two million, and I think he's won for twenty seven days. Mm-hmm. And Ken Jennings was at seventy something days, and he was at two point five million. So like this James Holtzauer guy is way more compelling. Plus, this isn't even the first game show this guy's been on. Like, I want to watch a documentary on this guy. Yeah, because he's like a professional sports gambler. The way he plays Jeopardy is like breaking the game and he's just really good at answering questions like he's he rarely gets the questions he answers wrong and then he does the thing where he like goes backwards which I hate but for some reason he makes me not hate it and then he like wagers really high and he's just winning super high and then when he's close to not winning it's like the most crazy episode of Jeopardy you've ever watched I think I just watched this documentary at the wrong time, maybe. <laughs> Sounds like it. But I give it like a three out of eight. Okay. Some of it seemed like super amateur, where I'm like, I don't know. And this guy is just so boring. Like, why is no one else nerdy about prices right that way? I would think more people would be like that. That's the thing. Honestly. I don't get it. They'd be like super into it. Because the show's been going on so long, I figured like someone else would be like that too. But maybe they're more low-key about it. <laughs> Yeah, maybe other people know. have won in the past where they're like I know this yeah and I'm better at it I don't know I don't know it's just strange cause then like you're watching it and you're like oh well I understand how this works because like a lot of these pricing for this and he like developed this program to help him study it was just super <laughs> strange He's just nerdy about it. Yeah, he's it super like. nerdy about it. It's just like, this is so stupid. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, this is your end-all be-all is prices, right? Like, if you applied this kind of stuff to like, and he's like a math teacher, I'm like, if you applied this kind of stuff to like, you could be like a, like an engineer or something mm-hmm. if you gave a shit. But, um, yeah, I regret watching this because I, <laughs> I even was on, yeah, I don't feel like I was I on, Nep- or on Reddit and someone mentioned this and I was like, this is, like this documentary sucks. <laughs> see, I now like, I gotta watch, watch it. it. Like, let me see. Maybe I like it. No, it sucked. It was definitely too choppy, and the guy was just too boring. Which is exactly the two things that they said. Yeah, on I mean, Reddit, it, it sounds like that a boring guy that would do I something like that. I can see how so. this would be interesting. I like the idea. I just don't want to watch an hour and a half of it. I was expecting more of like the quiz show controversy. Hmm. And the fact that he, like, went to a taping so many times was just depressing. Yeah. Yeah, it's more sad. Yeah. 
because he yeah it's just tragic i guess but but is he in like he's in is he like into it happy about it or is he just like this is what i do well i think ever since like he broke that game that one day yeah and like nothing has reached that (laughs) that level yeah and like like, i'm just trying to capture it back well and then like they changed the system so then he's like oh i'm done like (laughs) yeah so congratulations you wasted like 20 years of your life Yeah. Theodore. That's what his name was. Theodore something. And it's like crazy that these people are such like nerds about Price is Right. I'm like, what do these people do during their lives? Because I thought Price is Right is a daytime show, right? Yeah. Oh, Maybe no. he tapes them. <laughs> oh, God. Like, I hope not. There's people who want you. Yeah, there's like stuff. that person who like taped the news every day. Oh, wow. And like had all these different TVs that were taping different channels of the news. Yeah. And then like they became the person who like had they were like the master documentarian of the world and like yeah there were these things that like they had to go like people had to go to them that one person mm. because that was like they the only, only had the way record of it feel like they could go back and find these oh, news wow. archives before because yeah. like, like back in the day they never kept like archives of film like, yeah there's no reason so, it was that, too expensive that guy, to. yeah he was useful in the end weird obsession it'd but... be cool if they were like yeah then he got hired by the press right and now he's like <laughs> an associate producer yeah but it's not but I think they're like, this guy's too crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think he's just too crazy. Hmm. But then there's like the controversy of like, well, the guy who won, who got the perfect game isn't admitting. Like he's saying like, this guy never helped me. Well, are you, you're allowed help in the prices, right though. Aren't you? Yeah. But like, like this, you say, shoot the audience. Tell me what to do. Yeah. And you can do you know, that. And you, the crazy thing is you can see on the screen. He's like doing these hand signals. Like, yeah, but you're allowed to do that. Right. There's yeah. nothing against the rules. They literally say, no, they what do I want, like, crowd? Yeah. What? And then they can tell you. Yeah. So, it's a flaw in the Price is Right rules. Really? Yeah. When you think about it, if they're complaining about that. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I guess I talked, I told you all the good stuff about it. Okay. But, yeah, like, that's you know all I need to know. Show, right? No. What like, happened Quiz there? Show was like the show in the 70s, I think, and like 60s. And this guy, like, was getting fed all these answers. No. Like, and he, like, broke the game. Yeah. And they turned, there's, like, a movie made about it. And then, like, Jeopardy came out of that. Because, like, there oh. was this whole controversy of, like, there's, no, there's going to be no more game shows. Yeah. And they're like, they're well, what if, what if we give the contestants the answer and then they have to give us a question? That was the guy's <laughs> wow. thought. And then that's Jeopardy. Because <laughs> Jeopardy, you're receiving the answers and the contestants are yeah. getting the questions. It can't be rigged if they're asking the questions. Yeah, so like that's the what whole kind of logic of is that though. Oh, it works. <laughs> so, I mean, Jeopardy's Jeopardy's like one of the longest running game shows on TV. I know, but if that's the origin of it, that sounds so stupid. It does, know? but it works because <laughs> that's why they phrase it in the, que- the form of a question. Oh my gosh! Wow, yeah, it was compelling. Man, so stupid. Got to watch. You don't. You're not a big Jeopardy guy, right? I don't. Yeah. It's fine. You're like not comp- well, not compared to like my family. Like yeah, my family well, you're an like, insane Jeopardy fan. So yeah, I'm the who, guy. Who, tell me the one person that compares to you, like that you know. Oh, about Jeopardy? Yeah. Are there other There's a few people I know who like are oh, okay. big Jeopardy watchers. Yeah. I not. Know. I mean, I wouldn't say at my level, but <laughs> yeah. Like, because at seven o'clock, the TV we used to have it on a reminder. Now it's just like we don't need the reminder. We do it ourselves. <laughs> still, which is crazy. We should just set the um, reminder up. Yeah, you just set it to always go there. Yeah. Even if you already know. I love Jeopardy, though. Right. I don't think there's a better game show. Not that into game shows. 
I can't say I'm Wheel of Fortune, though. Yeah. I don't think there's a... There is no starker well, contrast uh, about back-to-back funny. shows between one that requires intellect and then one that is completely idiotic. Yeah. Well, there's only... Is Jeopardy the only smart game show there is? Like, isn't every... Like, who wants to be a millionaire isn't even that smart anymore. I don't think... Unless they changed it back. For a while, it was a it really was. hard questions, and then they, like... I think the questions got really dumb. They did. They, but then there's, like, they daytime... Doing, it used and to be so hard to get on Millionaire. Like, you had to do the fast fingers. Yeah, and then now, they just... They get people, but, but like... Before they used to be like it was everybody on a panel. They had to answer qu- like you had to be smart to do it. Yeah. It was pretty much they probably took the Jeopardy crowd and were like, okay, do this show. Well, because and, and like that's that when show, it was a good show. And then there was like the Weakest Link. There was like that revival of game shows. Yeah, but there's so like the the dumber game shows always outweigh the. It's just like oh, and, and then normal, you, I think what if are you, you were, are you smarter than a fifth grader came out and then that was just like yeah. Just. But there's there's always shows where it's like, what if you were the, these guys? And like they just want to cater to the person watching and be like, oh, you're just as smart as them, or, or you're way smarter than. Them. And most of the time, you're smarter than them because it's. Well, that's why I like I think a put, lot of these British game shows because some of these British game shows are just yeah so intellectual, and you're like, yeah, holy shit! Like these people have to be nerds. Like we're yeah. it's like so oddly specific. Oh yeah, some, yeah. And I'm like, how does this? Well, I guess it's kind of like Jeopardy, where you're like, it's like the categories like um medieval playwrights and i'm like yeah how does a guy sweep this category like <laughs> yeah what are the chances that's one of these three people they just get these study books and they study this stuff is the, it's crazy is a medieval playwright expert <laughs> yeah that's why it's so interesting you don't know what the subject's gonna be yeah it's just like it could be anything <laughs> yeah You're like how do these guys know this that's the cool thing though is they ask like this guy like how many times have you tried out for jeopardy and he's like this is my fifth time trying out for jeopardy and I'm like, wow, like, this guy who seems so smart, like, how did he not make it on the first four times? Yeah. Has Jeopardy always, like, have they always done this? Because every now and then they'll throw in, like, pop culture, like, category or whatever. And, like, these guys know nothing about this. That's a crazy thing, too. <laughs> You're like, like ah! They did, so like, easy. Um, animated families. Yeah. And they would just oh name the characters. Yeah. And the $1,000 question or the $2,000 question, like, the, the hardest question was like Tina, Louise, um, Jean. Mm-hmm. What was her name? It was, anyways, it was Bob's Burgers. Yeah. And I Lin- swapped Linda? I, Linda and Bob. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Bob's Burgers. And like, no one got it. And I was like, yeah. It's because these people are so busy. They're nerdy about doing like, other stuff. Yeah. They don't have time to watch. That's like, why it's funny. And they happen with sports too sometimes. You know, like, like, oh, like, this is just painful. It's like, this is really... And it's like, when they can't get the $200 question right, I'm like, oh, this is going to be painful. <laughs> yeah, and then you just watch it, and they're just like... And they, no one touches it. Yeah, they're like, no, no. And then there's the person who's like, let me just... Let's just keep trying, you guys. <laughs> and you're going. like, this is... Which is why I like how this other guy plays, because he'll go, like, thousand, 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 thousand. And, like, you'll see this, like, he has like this method and you're like, this isn't how the game is supposed to be played at all because like usually it gets it goes from easiest to hardest. Like you mm-hmm. go from two hundred because you want to make sure that you know what you're doing before you get to a thousand dollar question. But it works for him. Got a system. Yeah. And he's not smug like Arthur Chu. <laughs> Arthur Chu is just a terrible human being. 
talk about like unlikable that guy was just <laughs> oh my god this guy something seems off about him but i think yeah. he's just like socially awkward mm-hmm. arthur chu just seemed like a dickhead and he was just on there for so long and i was so happy that he lost my family I'm, stopped watching jeopardy really I don't know. we stopped watching because i was like what's wow. the point of what this guy's ruining it for me yeah he's ruining my joy <laughs> Yeah. Anyways. Let's talk about more TV. All right. Game of Thrones. Game of Finale. Thrones. The end of Game of Thrones. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was better than four and five. That's, yeah. That's kind of my opinion. The memes make it great. The memes make it great. The more the more I think about it, the funnier it is. Yeah. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I saw one where it was that SpongeBob meme. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, um, why do you think I came all this way? Yeah. <laughs> so ridiculous. I really wish... Oh, man. It's just I knew they weren't going to do it. I, I don't see how you can watch 4 and 5 and be like, oh, 6 is going to be compelling in c- conclusion. Yeah. But it's like, it's just there they, was so much potential, but they, they, they screwed it up from... I mean, they just were on a bad path, and they didn't correct that path. And they left so many interesting threads that they never tried to do anything with that it's like but you could have done this but i I understand because it's tough to try to figure out what those are but like they didn't even try really they're like just ignore it it's like all like like how how can brand be that important in character but you pretty much ignore him most of the the crazy thing is like last season was it last season two seasons ago Mm -hmm. they're like oh do you want to be the lord of winterfell and he's like nope i'm two episodes ago oh yeah two episodes ago he's like i don't be the lord of anything he's like i'm not bran anymore and then he's like i can't be the lord the lord of winterfell and then he's like i'll be like why do you think i came out all this way it's like what are you talking about you said you can't can't be anything you just said that and you're like what is his purpose like what does the three-eyed raven do what's his purpose does he i thought he was supposed to be in the roots of those trees I thought he was too. And he's even an agent of good? Like, we don't even know. If he knows the future, he led Daenerys to burn all those people. So he's just as responsible. Because he yeah. didn't tell anybody not to do it. So it's like, my only rationale is like, maybe he's like Doctor Strange. And he's like, this is how it had to be. I don't know. Or, I read this theory that um, the Song of Ice and Fire is like a battle between the Lord of Light and the Old Gods or whatever. Yeah. And like, who wins? Or the. Lord of Light and like the Lord of the Seven. What is it? Yeah, Lord of the Seven. Yeah, because like I think um, Bran is like the Three Eyed Raven is from the Lord of Seven or something, um, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're wa- we're watching like this battle of between the gods play out. Uh huh. And like Lord of Seven came and won. Yeah. See, so yeah, theories are interesting. It's just the show doesn't give you anything. <laughs> no, and then the show's just like, theories don't matter. Yeah, like, theories don't matter. This is what's happening. But why, like, yeah. If you would understand Bran more, it would make more sense. It's just you understand nothing about him. Did you read that link I sent you? It was long. Not all of it. It was so long. <laughs> it was so long. I read it all. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Well, because, like... What was the gist of it? Yeah, I read, I read some okay, of it. I was so, like, this is, like, literally... I thought that I was reading the whole thing. I was like, oh, that's the first episode. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> um... So, it's premised... I found a link from 2017 that had these. Mm -hmm. And it said, like, in 2017, the season 8 plot points leaked out, and that's why they had to rewrite it, and that's what took them so long. That was part of it. Yeah. 
I don't even remember that happening. Me neither. They should have just, yeah, if that was really true. But, so I read all of it, and it was like, I dug it yeah, so much more. Mm-hmm. It like made me angry. I was like, if they changed it because <laughs> someone couldn't, yeah, like everything's been this. leaking. Who cares? Like, just do it anyway. But like, it's big leaks. Yeah, this is yeah, this was huge because it was like everything. Yeah, and like it gave us everything we wanted. I heard this season leak too, and like people were telling us, like they were yeah. accurate and they said all the plot points, but no one believed them because they were so crazy. Yeah. Well, no, because after I know they were leaking four, week to week, but I think they no after episode four, I read the leaks because they were on like Free Folk all the time. Yeah, because they've been out, right? Yeah, they've been out, and like it predicted episode four all the way correctly. So I was like, let me see where the show goes. Yeah, and then that's when I was like, I think binge mode. I think that girl read the leaks because she was like, she would say these things, and I was like, well, that is what happens. And she's like, yeah, they're setting up for this. And I was like, yeah, but to a normal person, that seems so crazy. Like what? I don't uh, think so. She's, she mentioned that they set up for Bran as the king. Well, that's because it was the Vegas. They read the Vegas odds, and the Vegas odds were yeah that Bran was going to be the king, and, and they then, thought that was weird. And so then I think they was, were going more off that than many And leaks. then with... um. The speech between Tormund and John saying like I think that's clearly just foreshadowing though. Yeah. But it's she's like, no, because she said, I think John is gonna do something he regrets and then be forced to go north. And I was like, Well, yeah, yeah. but you can Yeah, you they're, can piece they're that setting together. stuff up. Like they're obviously but doing like the Danny going regrets. that's what like Danny going bad, that was being yeah. said. You're like No, but, but they John have- doing something he regrets, like implying that he was gonna kill Danny. Those are two different things. Imply doing something he regrets and killing Danny. That doesn't. And that, no, that would force him to go back to the wall. That seems like. Yeah, it just seemed like they're setting him up to go back north because he had that conversation with Tormund where he's like, yeah. "You belong up north." Well, like no matter what, you assume he wants to. He's either going to be forced there or choose to be there. Yeah, up north. So, like, I th- I think like I that. Know. There's some things you see. Oh, they are foreshadowing. I know it's these three things. hour long episodes, but I'd recommend going back and listening to some of those bench fund episodes. Yeah, knowing what you know now, there's some of the things where I'm like, okay, like that's I wouldn't. Have yeah, said but they that. seem so dumbfounded by things that did happen. Yeah, that it's like unless they're acting, which I doubt. Like, yeah, why would they do not. that? Like that that, that, that they're actors. so dumbfounded by it that. I don't think they did. I think they just see some pieces that you're like, oh, this is obvious storytelling. This is what they're trying to do. Yeah. Whether they do it successfully or not is another question. But yeah, a lot of the stuff leaked out. Yeah. Like, I mean, I can tell you, I have the screenshot on my phone. Yeah, it is crazy. Let me see. But yeah, you could, yeah, it's like, clearly they didn't know Bram was going to be as big a character as as they made him at the end. But, but even if they didn't know, like, they knew going into this season, so you think they would try it better this season, but they're like, we don't know how to deal with this super magical, like, this character. And then did you see the graph where they said um, lines of dialogue? Like, every yeah. season, it just, like, trends downward, and they barely said anything this season. Mm-hmm. And, like, they said, and they said, like, like, uh, like the two okay. biggest characters were, like, Daenerys and Cersei, but, like, they only, t- females only had 22% of the dialogue in the whole season. Yeah. So it's like, um, what are you doing here? So this was before Euron takes down Rhaegal. Mm-hmm. 
So it's that Euron takes a fleet takes down Rhaegal. Jamie betrays the North. Missandei is captured. Danny's army captures Jamie. Brienne tries to talk to him, but he refuses. So that didn't happen, but it kind of did. Not in that order. Mm-hmm. Sansa tells Tyrion about Jon's lineage. Tyrion tells Varys. Varys betrays Danny because he thinks Jon would be a better ruler. Cersei has Missandei executed. Danny has Varys executed. Danny assaults King's Landing, and it's one-sided as hell. Tyrion begs her to show mercy, but she refuses. Tyrion frees Jaime to try to get Cersei out of the city. King's Landing gets wrecked in the battle. Drogon burns Euron's fleet. The Hound fights his brother. They both die. Jaime fights Euron and kills him, but Jaime is mortally wounded. Jaime makes it to Cersei, and they die together. Danny is executing everyone in King's Landing. Jon and Tyrion are upset. Danny has Tyrion arrested to be executed for freeing Jaime. Tyrion tries to convince Jon that his family will never be safe because his lineage makes him a threat to Danny's rule, which pretty much happens word for word. Jon tries to talk to Danny, but she justifies her actions. Jon pleads himself to Danny, but then stabs her, then surrenders himself. Um, a council gets formed to decide who the king should be. Tyrion gives a speech, and everyone votes on Bran to become the king. The end. In the epilogue, Jon takes the black again for killing Danny. Arya leaves. Sansa rules the north. Bran oversees his council of Tyrion, Davos, Sam, and Bronn. Hmm. And that came out like, yeah, the week before. Yeah, I think like the, all of it leaked though a while ago though. Yeah, I, I think it leaked. I remember like a lot of last season leaking out like early, like the yeah. full plot points. Because mm-hmm. apparently it's someone, it's like who's doing like the color correcting or something that like yeah. Where you can't get around it unless you like gave them like three episodes and <laughs> yeah. for every one, and you're like, here, color correct all of this mm-hmm. at the same time, and you might know which one is the one we're gonna air. Yeah, but yeah, it's it sucks because a lot of the problems I think it wasn't, which I think they say on Benjamin as well. It's like mm-hmm. they don't have a problem with what happened. Yeah, they just have a problem of how they got there exactly. and how fast everything felt. Yeah, it's like if you set it all up, it's fine. It's just you didn't. Yeah. You like we. It was kind of weird because like a show that was like notorious for setting things up. Yeah, that's the thing. It's so much conversation and so much you understand the characters. But like this season, like they're like, okay, so Daenerys is gonna be the bad guy again. So. Let's not give her, let's not have a bunch of scenes where she's talking to anybody. Like, she never has, like, conversations with anybody. Like, yeah. she wasn't a main character, almost, in the last season. Yeah. Like, like before, when she was off on her own, you always go here and you see her thought process and you figure it out. But this whole season, she's, like, a side character where people are talking about her all the time. And she's talking to people she doesn't trust all the time. But she never t- talks to trusted advisors, like, ever. You just don't understand what any character's doing. And, like... They set things up like the big reveals of the last two seasons were like, okay, John's not a bastard, and like who his parents are. But and those two things have like no significance besides like besides Danny's plot, and it's like why not his plot? We don't know what he feels. Any we we just know he was like upset about it, upset in his reaction. But like we don't, we kind of want to know everyone's reaction. We kind of want to know the realm's reaction. Like I yeah. wanted him, the Northmen, to confront. Oh, a Targaryen's been leading us this whole time. Like they're mad about i don't know their reaction i don't know anyone's reaction we don't even see the other stark's reactions we interpret them through what they do later but we don't see them because they cut away they cut away so many times where they're Mm -hmm. like fill in the blanks it's like oh so that was the cool thing about this leaked plot Mm -hmm. not the one i just read but the other one yeah that leaked in 2017 is like um we got a lot of things that 
there were some plot points that were similar, but then we mm. got a lot of things that like we wanted, like yeah. Danny's pregnancy confirmed. Yeah. Cersei having a miscarriage. Yeah. Um they should have had more time pass and Cersei should have at least been like way more pregnant by the time they got to that point. And like And then like, like how is that not a plot point? Got, Why like, is she pregnant? Like is it just I guess it's just for Tyrion to go like she cares children. about her children and yeah. then like use that plot point three or four times. But like that's a stupid reason in my opinion. Yeah. You got to have it make and then do something to Jane. Like it's got to do something. We get like why well, um, tell Euron it's the bait? Who cares? Like what's the point? We yeah. get Robin of the Vale more. You mm. get Helen Reed returning. Telling yeah, like John. why is that gone? Why why did uh uh what's her name? Mira. Mira. Why is she just gone from the story? Yeah, it's, it's she returns. Yeah, you get like um Arya killing Cersei. Danny dies in childbirth. The oh, Golden like Company thing. like raids Dragon. Okay, so like Danny's pregnant, so they s- send her down to Dragonstone during the Battle of Winterfell. They lose the Battle of Winterfell, retreat to mm-hmm. the Vale, lose or win there, lose a dragon. Danny gives Drogon to Jon, who rides or to stay in the North because they need it against. Um, King's Landing, we get like Arya and the Hound on King's Road, and like Nymeria returns, Ghost dies. Like you get all these things Damn. that you're like, you get all these characters dying. Helen Reed is the one who tells John like, I was there when Ned took you out of the uh, like yeah. Tower of Joy. You get all these things that you're like, this is what I wanted. Like, yeah, yeah. And this is I from want- two years ago. Like, yeah. Did they did like Grimm's books leak? Like what is it? <laughs> yeah. Like um Grey Worm dies and Missandei's pissed and Missandei and Tyrion end up raising Lyanna Stark. Like Jon Snow dies because they stored all this hellfire underneath the dragon pit and like Drogon is injured and like Yeah, it's just crazy. and then like Euron the Golden Company captures Danny's body after like she's like dying and Varys She's like, put me out of my misery, please. And Varys like plunges a sword into her chest <laughs> to like bring Lightbringer. Like it's like to fulfill yeah. all these prophecies. <laughs> and like um the they have Danny's body like hanging in King's Landing and people are throwing stuff at it. And like um Jon Snow comes in wearing like Stark and or Targaryen armor mm. with like the Targaryen army. It's just really cool. And there's elephants and the Golden Company has significance. <laughs> it seems like that's doesn't sound real though it still sounds kind of fan fictiony it sounds kind of fan fictiony but then like if you is there any brand plot to that like oh yeah so he dies in the battle of winterfell yeah and then at the end there's like a flash forward to like liana being a small child and like it ends with Tyrion and liana looking at the iron throne like talking about the iron throne or something and then you see a white walker who's liana um that was the name of the baby that danny has like yeah. He's like, oh, I want to name it Ned after like the most honorable man I know. And then they find out it's a girl and it's Lyanna Stark. And Euron's mm-hmm. like power hungry. He's like a king because Arya kills Cersei. She wears Kyburn's face and poisons Cersei because mm-hmm. Jakar, the dude, whatever I was last name, he comes to the Battle of Winterfell and tells Arya, like, oh, oh Jack yeah. And- yeah, Jack and Hagar. Yeah. He's like, uh, the Lord needs one, the no face god needs one more like sacrifice. Yeah. And he gives her this poison to go. <laughs> So, like, that's why her and the Hound go down to King's Landing, but, like, we see interactions between them. Yeah. Anyways, um, 
So yeah, Bronn dies. Like Mira is protecting Bronn at Winterfell. They both die. The Night King plunges a sword into or a knife, Dragonstone knife into Bronn's chest, or not Bronn, Brand. Bran's chest. Mm-hmm. And so at the end, when after like Tyrion and Lyanna are seeing the Iron Throne, you see a White Walker put Bran onto like the same tree that the Night King we saw, mm-hmm. and then his eyes open and they're blue. Oh, jeez! And he's like the new Night King, and then credits. I like that. And you're like, <laughs> and so there's like these certain things that you're like. Fun. You see, and you're like, oh, well, this was in the show. Like, well, clearly, some of the stuff they're setting up in season seven, like the pregnancy thing, like, there was some stuff they were setting up that you didn't see. Exactly. Like, clearly. Like, it's just. But then there's also things that, that were in this script, or these plot points, that we ended up seeing in season eight. Yeah. So I'm like, it's really strange to me that. Like, some of it, that's what leads me to believe that this is real, because there are some scenes where, like, if, if season, let's say, like, this is true, and you had to rewrite season eight, you're still going to borrow a lot of it from yeah. season seven. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of willing to this. believe anything because of what we did actually get, so it's like, like anything, anything is better. Anything could really be possible, <laughs> yeah. or what exists, so... I'll buy that. That could be real because you just don't know what the hell they're thinking anyway. Yeah, like Arya and the Hound are, Hound are camping out, and um, like on the way down to King's Landing, mm-hmm. and they get attacked by a bunch of whites. Arya loses Needle in the process, and yeah. Nymeria comes. I out. I just feel like that seems not enough. There's not enough time to do any of that either. Like that's going to be that's a real the thing. Rush I think too. it would. But at that time, if I remember correctly, we were promised like two hour long episodes every episode. Yeah, that is true. And there, yeah, this fits that. That is true. And like we got characters like Robin of the Veil and stuff like that, where you're like, where did this like? Because we get him in the final episode, and you're like, yeah, they just brought him back for the final episode. Like, <laughs> yeah, that seems weird. And like we got like the Tully uncle in this leaked script. Yeah, throughout the whole episode, rather than just the last or throughout the whole season instead of just the last episode. And if you do, if you think about it from that point of that being real, and you think about this season, think about how toned down it really was. Like, what's the first episode? Well, it's just kind of setting peace in motion. Like, people are pissed that Danny's there. Think about the second episode. It's such a slow episode. Which they did in this leaked script. Yeah. Sansa is still pissed and stuff like that. It's like, yeah. It, I don't know. It makes sense. Yeah. There's a lot of the things. I'm just saying, like, that, there's a lot more to the story if you were to strip it down and say, okay, what. If they were to like rewrite it and say, "What do we need?" Okay, we just need them to be pissed. Then they can everybody can have an interaction in the second episode. And like the Hound is and, riding up to Winterfell and stuff. Like, yeah, and Tyrion is there and Varys is there. Like, it makes sense. But then, like, um, what's his name? Oh my god, I'm just blanked out. Um, Kingslayer, Jamie Lannister. Jamie Lannister, like, brings the Lan- like part of the Lannister army up north. Mm. Like during the Battle of Winterfell, and like they, a lot of people, like a ton of people die in that first episode. Yeah. And then there's notes because like Helen Reed is supposed to die in the first episode, but then they have him coming back and like talking in the second and third <laughs> episode. So they like put notes saying like, we originally like the script wanted Helen Reed to die, but they needed this conversation to happen. So like they like, they did like a last minute edit. So, oh, he doesn't die. Or something. Yeah. So I was like, oh, interesting. Huh. 
because I was like, I found a, I found a loophole. I found why it's not true. Yeah. And then like I kept reading, and then I was like, oh. But like it just made sense. Like how? Because like Mira is supposed to be north of the wall, right? No, because she went back to her home wherever wherever they live. I don't know. I feel like I don't know where they live. Yeah. Re- I know it's long. I recommend you read it. Yeah. And then you tell me your thoughts. It's because interesting. It just seemed a lot more metal too, where you're like, this yeah. is like the crazy show that I was watching. Like not just shock factor, but like seeing people of King's Landing celebrating that this like foreign despot is like dead. Yeah. I still feel like there's too much in there though to really do unless you're doing like ten episodes. Even if it's two hours long. No, like they have it only they have it separate as six episodes. Still. Yeah. It just feels like so much but ha- at the like time compared to what happened. Promise, two hour long I year. know, but think about every season of the show. Not none of that much stuff happens ever in one whole season. Like no, that's too many things happening. Like I, I can describe know. one season and it's all slow and drawn out. Yeah. As that seems rushed, that seems like two of seasons at least worth of show. But we have the like the battle for or like the battle against the or I guess the long night is yeah. over like three episodes. Yeah. So it's not just like focused on one. It's even seems even more crowded. Like, no. Know. Like it it makes I don't know, it makes sense because there's like Yeah. It's like half the episode is the battle and half of it is set up where over the course of like three episodes. Yeah, it's not like a full episode long thing yeah. of a battle. And then like the Golden Company like sieging onto Dragonstone and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it does seem weird the way they set up everything in seven and then we're like, just ignore Sub- it. Subvert expectation. That's what they would say. Yeah. Like, oh, like you thought the Golden Company was badass? Nope. Taken out. Like, literally taken out right away. That's not good storytelling. You can't tell me that's good storytelling. Yeah. That's just dumb. It's lazy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, that version sounds a lot better. And, like, I'll, I could buy it because of how stripped down it seems in in comparison. It's like, what really happened in this season was, like, pretty simple. Like, it's weird. It's like, they set up for the night. They had all these reunions. We had a bunch of call. Every line is, like, a repeated line from a previous season. Like, almost everything's a callback to a previous season. And then they have the fight, and then it's all about the next fight. But, like, that's, like, two things. It's, like, two major things happening. It's, like, there's the long night, and then the the attack on King's Landing, and that's really the whole season, almost. They don't set up Bran. They don't set up Daenerys turning bad. It's, like... A weird thing. Where like, they- we still get Sansa turning into the Queen of the North yeah. in, like, the leaked scripts, and Gendry being, like, Lord of um, Storm's End. Mm-hmm. But he, like, he says he goes down there because, like, because he knows he's a Baratheon, and, like, it's empty and something else. It's just, I don't know, it made, it made a lot of sense. And I, I think maybe I was at a vulnerable place <laughs> when I read it, and I was like, I want this to be true. But to me, it made sense. Like, it just, I don't know, it just makes sense. I mean, sense. that just tells me there's way more story to tell. It just... Disapp- that, I don't think we're ever going to get, though. No, we're never going to get it. Like, even in the last episode, the way that it was constituted, they made it. There's a whole nother season in just after Danny's dead. You could do a whole season right after for them to figure it out instead of one meeting 
months yeah. later where That's they so t- strange. let's elect Bran. Let's have two seconds and not even talk about it. And then the Dothraki, stories. Well, the crazy thing is like the Dothraki and and then the they just leave. leave. Yeah. And you're like, so Jon Snow didn't so he, have to go. Yeah, he doesn't have to go. But I think he wants to. Like, that's why I think it's fine he goes north. Because he he actually wants to go north. But it's yeah. weird that they made him, like, forced him to go north. Because he's really not forced well, the weird anymore. Thing is it's also, just like, like they why can, would, like, Tyrion's like, well, bastards and broken need a place to go. And I'm like, why are you sending the cripples to the north? That's what I don't understand. And also, why do they yeah. keep calling him Bran the Broken? That it's seems so a little stupid, rude. stupid, yeah. And, like, all these people are up in arms about it. Which I get. Um, That's a very weird thing to do. But then, like, why, why even put effort into rebuilding Castle Black? Like, there, you're not. There's nothing. There's to a defend. hole in the wall. <laughs> there's nothing to defend from. Yeah. Also, the wildlings yeah. are on our side, unless we're to le- like, unless we apply like Captain Marvel logic and say like, well, it's not all scrolls. Like, well, it's just, but then I mean, there's not be dead. that many left. Yeah, they should be dead. But like, like, the only ones we have are the ones that survived. Yeah, but I think that's why John's going north is to like make Be sure happy they again. Make, make sure they uh well pass the I don't know if he, it's hard, hard to tell if he's going staying at the, the black one, or no, going I with that. I think he's going with the wildlings. Yeah, I read. That, I think like, he's going to control them suppo- and he's like supposed to be like well they don't kneel to anyone but he's he's the king he's yeah. returning to where he's happy. and then he's going to be like we're not going to pillage the north so I think yeah but what they can pillage whatever they want there's nothing to pillage like oh not pillage like south of the wall yeah yeah that, yeah. that's what I'm talking about when he go when. They're not going to go the most. They're not going to go to Winterfell. They, but then, why have that conversation between him and Arya? Where she's like, "He's like, you can come visit me." You know, who's going to say no to you? Like, well, she, then, she's going west. I know, but he has that conversation. Like, you come with me to Castle Black. Yeah. So you're telling me he's like undecided at that point. It's hard to tell what he's trying to do because he might, he might like get to Castle Black and then be like, "Okay, I'm going to go north. I'm going to set them up." But he doesn't tell Castle Black, or he's like. He plans with Castle Black. He's like, I'm the only one who can keep these guys in line. I'll still be part of the Night's Watch, but I'm just no, not. No, because he's supposed to be like Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. I don't think he is, though. That's There what... is no Night's Watch. It's yeah, so that's ridiculous. The <laughs> that's the thing. It makes no sense. Yeah. And he even asked the question. He's like, there is a, there is a Night's Watch well, still? There always needs well, to be a place, place for Bastards and the Broken. It's like, you didn't answer my question. Like, I don't understand. Is there a Castle Black? Like, where, who are these people? How'd they get? The, like, what's happening? Yeah. I've been locked up for a while. What's happening? Uh, oh, man. Just, the more you think about it, the Because they say, like, the ridiculous. clothes he's wearing are, like, the Lord Commander clothes. Like, the one article I read today on Geek and Sunday Yeah, but you think, they're, you think the writers are paying attention to any of that? Nothing um, means anything at this point. Yeah, that's the thing. So it's like, you can use logic, but, but that doesn't make any sense. And I don't know where they... Um... And, like, I can't... I can't ima- imagine the ra- ra- realm's going to be happy with the brand leading everybody. I don't know. Like, I can't tell if he's a good guy or not, because I don't know if he's for... I don't know whose side he's on. Because everything Brand seems to have done is to set himself to be in power. Yeah, which makes... So, so that leads me to believe he's not a good, good guy. He's just a selfish guy. <laughs> so it's like... And, he's and, on I thought the weird, weird comment where Tyrion's like, the, "This is the wheel the queen wanted us to break." They, she was murdered, and you don't. Why are you paying attention to what she wanted? It's like what's happening right now. Yeah, bonkers. It is. It's like hard to hard to think about and like have a rational like. If anybody had, I I like. 
I got to see the writer's room where they're just like talking and they're like, yeah, yeah, don't think about it. Just we got to get this done with the. Okay, here we go. John, John Snow's happy ending revealed. I don't think anybody really has the real answers, though. Maybe I gotta watch that documentary, I think, that they did. Maybe it gives us all the answers. <laughs> they didn't even release an inside the episode for this episode. Yeah. That's where they give me all the answers, where they're like, they just forgot. <laughs> and then they said that, like, um, the real winner is um, that Tully, the uncle, because yeah. he's like, his niece is Queen of the North. His nephew is um, ruler of the uh, Six Kingdoms. His other nephew rules the Vale. Yeah, but they don't care about him. Yeah, but it's like that that Tully family. Yeah, his family, but like they is treat like, him terribly. Yeah, but like that's like the successful family of the Game of Thrones. Very true. Very true. But you could make the argument that like the Starks are. Yeah, the Starks. I mean, the, because they have like the true king of the north, the yeah, queen of the it's north. It's the Stark and name the, too. It's not like no one cares about the Tullys. Yeah, so. because she's not even a northerner. Yeah. Anyways, oh, they said that the fact that he was on this raised platform means that he was must have been reelected Lord <laughs> Commander. This article doesn't. How are there so many people? Like, what's happening there? They're just like hanging out at Castle Black. Oh, the wildlings? Yeah. And then they close the gate behind him. But I was like, they close the gate. Always. Like, they do that in the first episode. Yeah. I think it's intentionally ambiguous, and I don't really care. care. I think yeah. Jon Snow, he's just, he's just, I don't know. It's hard. You just never know what Jon Snow's thinking. <laughs> it's really annoying. I it's like I, it. I, I like to have him. I like, don't maybe he it. has a little smile where he's like, "Yay, I'm glad to be here," or something. They say that he smiles. Does he? But I don't think this is a smile. I feel like I never saw it. Like, give me something that, like, give me a conversation. Give me something. <laughs> just annoying that you have no idea what's going on inside their heads. You're just like, I'm assuming this is happening, but like. I don't. I don't know what Jon Snow wants. He knows. He doesn't want anything. I think. I don't want it. It's like, what do you want though? Like, literally, if he didn't have to go north, would he actually want to go to Winterfell? Yeah. Like, what does he actually want? I don't know that answer. Like, I think he actually wants to be north, and he's glad. Like, but he would feel an obligation to stay in Winterfell. That's what I think. But it's all guessing because if they don't tell, but I also feel like he would just want to like. I think he wants to be alone and away from all the power structure and all the politics. Well, not just that, but also like serve his, like um, his ruling or whatever. What do you mean? I mean, like um, like be executed because he's like, yeah, he might, I did the crime. Yeah, true. He might be one of like I should be killed for this or yeah. whatever. But yeah, because he's had like a death and like why did he, yeah why was he killed to be brought back? It's just weird. To kill Danny, like the, 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 it's just a weird plot point to be like, yeah, because you could have killed Danny earlier. Yeah, but it, it, just all the magical stuff seems to have no purpose. That's what well, that was a criticism of the whole show, yeah, in general, because they seem to put that on the back burner. Yeah, they're like, uh, we, there's magic, but like, who cares? Yeah, it's like, oh, let's get rid of dragons so they can be evenly matched, but not really. Well, in the leaked scripts, they did kill two of the dragons off, or like they killed the second dragon off. Yeah, but. But it was in it battle for the north. 
wasn't Euron uh, shooting. It wasn't Euron shooting it out of the sky like super far away. <laughs> oh, but they did have upgraded um, ballistas or ballistas. Yeah. No, I'll buy that it can kill it. It's just the reason they kill it seems, yeah. seems dumb. Um, and, yeah. Anyways, let's talk about Doom Patrol. Let's move on. Yeah, so Doom Patrol, I just finished the first season of the show. Very good show. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I like it better than Titans. Oh, shoot. It's a, it's a wacky show. Um, Like Legion wacky or? It's kind of Legion wacky, except there's it's not as, I guess like Legion's more psychedelic and you've you got an unreliable narrator. This show's just bonkers, but there's no real unreliable narrator. Mm-hmm. And uh, Alan Tudyk's really good. He's Mr. Nobody. He's, he's got like fourth wall breaking powers and like, dimension breaking powers and does crazy stuff um and like every character is just so weird and like every episode's kind of like there's like a linear story but it's kind of like goes into different characters backstories and like just goes all over the map and week to week you don't really know what the next one's gonna be mm-hmm. so uh yeah it's really cool cyborgs awesome well, like the main team is um it's a Crazy Jane, Robot Man, like, I think they call her, which is like Elastigirl or something? Um, Negative Man. And that's the core, yeah, that's the core team. So it basically goes into all their character backstory, and then the chief is like, he, the basic story is that the chief goes missing and they're trying to find him. But like, it just goes into all these areas, and they're all from like weird, like they all their powers make them able, so their li- lives are super long. Mm-hmm. So like one character's from like the fifties, one character like Robot Man's from like the eighties. He's like super right. The dude from the fifties like a little bit racist. Then <laughs> <laughs> really delve into that, but um, it's just like they're all from these different eras, and it's it's very like it's set in modern times, but it's kind of like an out of time because they're all it's like. A period piece of the scene. It's kind of it's kind of crazy. It's a weird show, but uh, it's definitely worth watching. It's it's, it's pretty fun, okay. and it's like very unexpected. And you're like, there's some like childish things, and there's some like dark thing. It's crazy. It's just a wacky show. Are you excited for Swamp Thing? I am. I heard some. They're kind of like the the DC universe in general's got this kind of craziness going on. That it's like it's unlike anything else that exists. They they're definitely making unique stuff. Yeah. Even though it was cut down to 10 things, the Swamp, swamp Thing looks crazy. And the reviews are just, like, it's, they were saying it's uh, kind of weird. One of stuff. the best new horror series to come around in years. Are you going to still watch it, Mike? I'll still watch it. It's body horror, so. Yeah, it's not, it's not going to be, I wouldn't it's not think. scary. But then again, I, like, I don't know, like, DC is very, very unpredictable. Like, you yeah. Don't, you don't know what the heck you're watching That's those true. shows. It's really like, you can't so it down. There's nothing like it, really. It's yeah, that's just, what they're saying. It's like, it's not just the best show on a boutique streaming service. Yeah. Like, they're taking big swings with these shows. Like, yeah. so many stuff happens in, like, and I'm watching Doom Patrol week to week, but every week you're like, what the hell is happening? You, like, don't know. You're, you're like, it's so weird. It's just, like, shocking. Yeah. So, I don't like what they're doing in that DC universe. Uh, Twilight Zone. I watched all the episodes. I'm caught up. Caught back up? Yeah. Watched Blue Scorpion today. Blue Scorpion. Gun, I like the gun um, one. Not all men. 
not all men, is the with Tessa. Farmiga, oh yeah, I like that one too. Ike Barinholtz. Yeah. Oh, that that one. I forgot. I think I forgot to talk about that one. That was a good episode. That was a good episode. Yeah, I like the 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 alien one, the immigration one. Oh yeah, that was the one I forgot about. That one's good. Yeah. Blue Scorpion one. See, like more of them are getting into the Jordan Peele type that you were kind of yeah. thinking about. A lot of people don't like it online, though. Oh, really? Yeah. They're like, oh, it's too political. <laughs> and so someone like put a post with all these things that Rod Serling said at the end of his episodes. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit, like, these <laughs> are so political. Yeah. Like, how could anyone not notice this? But people you just can take a horse see- to water. <laughs> yeah. Can't make a drink. So, yeah, really good. I like it a lot. Yeah. I mean, the level of actors that they're getting. You know, oh, yeah. Like, I just the next like, episode is like Zazie Beetz and Seth Rogen. Yeah. I just like watching the... I think that's a lot of it, too, is I like watching the actors so much mm-hmm. that like I can watch them doing like even the slower bits. I'm like, yeah. these actors, it's just, just fun to watch. And you're watching some like comedians do like more serious no, yeah. stuff. That's kind of cool, too. You start watching the act? Started watching the act. Did you watch Mommy Dead and Dearest? No. Okay. What's that? It's the documentary that okay, this first season's the... about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because I think every season of the act is like a different real life event or yeah. something. Yeah, it's bonkers. Yeah. This is like a crazy case. I saw. I only saw the documentary. I didn't see the show. Yeah. Because after the documentary, I was like, I don't need to watch anything <laughs> yeah. more about this. This is disturbing. Yeah, it's very disturbing. It's just crazy that the level, like, basically, it's about this. This girl and her mother, her mother's basically drugs her and makes her think she's sick. Yeah. To the point. It's Munchausen by proxy. Yeah. So basically she's like keeping her sick so she can take care Not of her. Not just keeping her sick, but saying that she's handicapped and yeah. can't walk and stuff yeah. like that. It's just like Yeah, she's controlling crazy. her whole entire life and then she's lying about her age so she can control her longer. And the daughter starts getting wise to it and she's like, but she's like so psychologically damaged by it. She's like, my mom needs this to exist, like to to live. Like, yeah. Basically, if if yeah, if like I, if she somehow can break away, they would like basically kill her mother because she's so psychologically damaged, and it's just crazy because she's so naive to the world that it's like you feel so terrible. But yeah, it's like it's it yeah, it's hard to really. It's a hard watch because you're yeah. just like this is so terrible. Like I hate how you can have this terrible effect on somebody so much because like something wrong with your brain and you're just control and you're, you're hurting this kid. Who's like all, all a kid can do is trust their parent. Like there's nothing yeah, it's you like can the do. One person you're supposed to trust. Yeah. And you're just like, she's told she's like allergic to sugar. And then she's like, you're going to die of this stuff. And it's like, it's like the worst form of abuse you can have. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like, uh, yeah, it's, it, <laughs> It's really good, but it's really, really hard to watch because it's very disturbing. And you're yeah. like, oh, they, I can't believe this. Like, some of this is real. Like, that this whole situation is real. Obviously, it's dramatized, but like, yeah, the situation like if you watch is that, real. If you watch the documentary, it's a heavy watch. I think it's only like yeah. an hour and a yeah, half. Yeah, I'm sure that's way harder to watch. But it's a rough 90 minutes to watch, man. Yeah, I'm sure. But, whew. Craziness. And then I watched uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Did you watch this week? I didn't see this one. No. The Orgy. Mm hmm. I think it might be the season finale. I hope not, but I think it might be. It was very fun. Let's see. 
Oh no, it's still another episode. Oh. Sweet. Well, yeah. Um, they're planning for the orgy that they do every other year. It's still great. All right. Oh, next one's directed by Taika Waititi. Oh, nice. Oh, well, he's directed he's three episodes. A <laughs> But it's written by Jermaine Clement, Stephanie Robinson, Tom Sharpling, and Paul Sims. So it's like cool. three of the people who've written episodes. Or, yeah. No, all of them have written episodes before. So maybe the next one is the finale. I don't know. Anyways, excited for that. And then Patriot Act. I, I watched stayed this up is, until this is the cricket one, right? Yeah, I watched I this at midnight. Oh, nice! <laughs> I was up at midnight yesterday, and I was like, "I wonder what time they upload the episodes mm-hmm. on Netflix." Sure enough, I was able to watch it. Man, that guy's crazy. Yeah, that wait, he's just like lonely. he's just admit he's like, yeah, he's like, like yeah, well, hell yeah, I'm those three people. Oh yeah, like that's what they want to pop off. Let's pop <laughs> off. You're like, whoa, you're yeah, like, okay, like you're not used to people admitting they deny, deny, deny. I thought that was the it's like no, not everywhere. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Cricket's pretty crazy. I'm always surprised. I'm always wondering, like, is this episode going to be too niche for the audience? But I feel like it's the same thing John Oliver does. Yeah. Like, he'll he'll just pick a subject. And I think it's interesting because we know almost nothing about it, mostly, if you're not paying mm-hmm. attention. So I think it's cool. I mean, it is niche, but, like, I think that's what people like. Yeah. I always wonder if it's, like, because there's, like, a little bit that I know of about it. Yeah. And so it's like really weird, but yeah. Um, I just keep wondering, like, what's he going to talk about next week? Yeah. Yeah. It's like always like NRA the week before. It's like you don't know. It's like completely no pattern of anything. Yeah. Because I wonder if he's just going to be like, man, I'm done. I don't have anything else to talk <laughs> about. But there's always something. Yeah. I mean, Clearly. he took that long break. So he had, um, he had some time. I'm sure they come up with all the topics before they start yeah. doing it. Uh, time for discussion. This week's discussion: musician biopic. Mm-hmm. What kind of is there a musician you like to see a biopic of, Mike? I, w- I want to see one, but I know it's probably not that interesting. But uh, like, I mean, you can just dramatize and make stuff up, right? Sure. I don't know. I like to see like a Weird Al biopic. Oh, that'd be interesting. Well, do you know like there's like a famous story that I heard about Weird Al? Oh, is there? No, I don't even see. I don't even know much about it, but I feel like. It's not that interesting. That, like, his whole family died in a carbon whoa. monoxide poisoning. Really? Is that real? Yeah. And that he still performed that night wow. because he's like, my music brings so much happiness to people that wow, like, maybe I... I'll work on. And you don't even have to dramatize it that much. <laughs> yeah. I think it's funny. I want to, yeah. I, I'd like to see a weird album because he's like, he's been around so long. I'd like to see his. Yeah. And like he. His career. Yeah. That'd be interesting. It, it'd just be like, yeah. The, yeah. he just it'd be, go some interesting places. Yeah, that's way better. I don't know. I can... <laughs> yeah, I just... That's the one I want now. Yeah, it sounds so cool. I don't even know now. Because, <laughs> like, it would have to be someone who, like, came back with the vengeance. Yeah, I like the career. idea of, like, that long career, and then you just, like, but, like somehow still like, relevant. Like, Grammy for the first time. Yeah. Like, this late into it. It's just, like, some of them, like, you think, and they're, like, I don't know. Because there's, like... Because some the are Beatles still around, or something, and you're like, oh, yeah. it's not going to be that interesting. Like, yeah, 
Plus, I don't want to watch like eight movies because like, yeah, the Beatles. It, there's you know. so many different stages of their career. Yeah, like you almost need that one character out of a band. Yeah, to be where like they nearly died and then yeah, changed their life. Yeah. Like, the White Stripes, I think, would be interesting. Yeah. Because, like, they created that fake mythology around themselves of they're, like, mm-hmm. they'd tell some people, they're, like, yeah, we're brother and sister, or they'd tell people, like, yeah, we're cousins, <laughs> or they'd tell people, like, yeah, we're married, or, like, we used to be married, and stuff like that, where I think that would be interesting. But yeah. then, like, it's just, like, I don't remember them being that controversial, except for, like, Jack White posting pictures of his, like, broken hands on MySpace back in the day. Yeah, you're like almost like has it been oh, maybe like time Marilyn yet? Manson? I guess that would be pretty oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that would probably be the most interesting one because I know he had like some crazy stories. Yeah, that would be pretty nuts. But it would have to be something like that. It would have to be someone like just crazy. Yeah, it'd have to be the bonkers. And then story. you'd have to be like, is this even real? Yeah. Or like, did Marilyn Manson not be like? It's like no, just make it darker than it really was. Yeah, you're yeah, like, like, cause there's way a lot of different types of biopics. Ones where they try to be as real, and like the performer does not sign off, or mm-hmm. ones where they do sign off, and they're like, it's too cookie cutter, or sometimes yeah. in between. Next week, MCU Phase Four movie idea. So either choose a movie that you want to see in MCU Phase Four, like Black Panther Two. Or a new character that you want to see in Phase 4. That's it. Yep. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Destiny Pizzas. Until next week, grab a slice and enjoy. Goodbye.